the college experience, Louisiana tech at North Texas preview all on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by my bookie.ag. My bookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, Louisiana tech at North Texas style. My name is Colby swinging dead to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and we are picking the conference USA Thursday night game of the day. Well, it's the only game, but it sounds good when I say it like that or all that other shit. Anyway, you got the Louisiana tech bulldogs traveling to Denton, Texas to take on the North Texas mean green. I'm excited for this matchup. I think it's a great, I, I wish we would have got more conference. It seems like conference USA got just destroyed by COVID, but I wish we would have got more weekday games for the conference USA, but hopefully this one works out and they play. I'm excited to watch this matchup. You got two teams, uh, you know, kind of off years, I would say. Uh, Louisiana tech four and three coming off a 10 win season where they beat the Miami hurricanes and the shut them out, shut out the Miami hurricanes in the bowl. I forget what bowl that was, but uh, skip holds doing a great job with this program. The, the Louisiana tech currently four and three. Um, and you got the uh, North Texas mean green currently, I believe three and four. Something's got to give here, huh? North Texas got, got, got a, uh, got a chance to, uh, go 500 here. I think what 500 teams might make a bowl. I don't know. Each, I guess each conference's bowl projections are different or bowl, you know, to get into a bowl qualification, whatever the fuck you want to say. But you look at this North Texas. Oh, well, let's start off with the road team. Let's start off with the Louisiana tech bulldogs, skip Holtz, uh, son of Lou Holtz. I'm a big skip Holtz guy from his days at uh, East Carolina, really having us play great ball. I'm an ECU fan. So Love me some skip Holtz action. I think his teams are always physical, always good at running the ball, good defense, good special team. So I, I think he's a good coach. Now he went from East Carolina to South Florida, struggled at South Florida, but uh, I think that was uh, just, you know, sometimes you just don't have the right team, but now back at in Ruston, Louisiana with Louisiana tech, he's really propped them up and made them good. Um, and you look at this team they, they were going back and forth between quarterbacks at one point, but they got their guy, Luke Anthony is 110 of 176, 
1,208 yards, 62.5% completion percentage, seven yards of completion, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, and he's really been a difference maker since he came in before it was Aaron Allen and they were struggling. And uh, Anthony's been the guy. I think, I think they have their guy going forward. Um, so Anthony, uh, he is a senior, but like I said, this year doesn't count or like I've noted in several other podcasts this year doesn't count. So next year he'll be back. I think if you're a, a, a bulldog fan, you gotta be happy that you're going to get another year of Luke Anthony um, in the backfield. Traditionally you have a, a workhorse or two. Um, they have two good backs, but I got to admit they, they've been, they've been hit a little bit. Um, they're not as, as good as they were running the ball. They lost a ton of players from, from that 10 win uh, team a season ago, but Israel Tucker's there, man, 82 rushes, 336 yards, four yards, a rush, two scores. Also Justin Henderson, 75 rush or 75 attempts, 252 yards, 3.4 yards to carry two touchdowns. You like to see the ground game going. You might even see Greg Garner get a carrier too, but um, would like to see the ground going, the ground game going better. And I think they're going to have that opportunity. I look for a big, big game from Tucker and Henderson and I'll, I'll address more of that in a little bit here, but wideout wise, this team, I think does throw the ball more successfully than your typical skip Holtz team. Uh, top wideout is Adrian Hardy, 33, 33 catches, 440 yards, 13 yards, a catch four scores. He's joined by smoke Harris. Keep an eye on smoke. Harris, pretty electric receiver. Third, 23 catches, uh, 223 yards, three scores. Also CJ Powell, 25 catches, 191 yards, 7.6 yards, a reception. Hasn't gotten the end zone yet, but uh, maybe this is the game for that to happen. Those three wideouts, all over 20 catches, uh, over 23 catches, essentially, or 22 catches, essentially. But then even, even they got after that, they got some depth. Griffin Herbert, Jawan Johnson, Wayne Toussaint, uh, even Isaiah Graham. All of them, they spread the ball around pretty well. And uh, I expect that to continue against North Texas, even though I do expect Skip Holt to adjust. I think they're going to be a heavy run team when uh, they play Thursday night. Kicking the ball is Jacob Barnes, 26 of 26 on extra points, 10 of 11 on field goals. Good kicker. Oh, uh, his long, long of 51 on the season. His only miss came in the, 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 I think a 47 yarder. So I think he's a good kicker on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you look at the, the defensive line. You want to look at Milton Williams circle that guy. Uh, 34 stops, uh, four sacks and a fumble recovery getting after it this year. He's joined on the D line by Eric Ken Kenzier. Who's got 23 stops in a sack. Also, uh, you're gonna look at Deshaun hall on that D line and KV Rose. Those guys all contributing even Gerard or I'm sorry, Gerald Wilburn. So, uh, Tristan Allen as well with a sack, but, uh, linebacker core, you want to circle this one right here. Well, actually you can circle both, but the one I'm talking about is Trey Baldwin, 64 tackles, one sack, four pass deflections, one interception all over the field. Him and Tyler grubs grubs leads the team in tackles with 72 pass deflection and a forced fumble as well. Also in that linebacking core, Ezekiel Barnett, 33 stops and an interception a pick six actually. And, uh, and, and Makai Carabin. So uh, linebacking core, pretty decent. Secondary, the secondary, there is one name you definitely want to say. There's a few names you want to circle, but one specifically is BJ Williamson at, at the corner spot, 45 tackles, uh, three pass deflections, three interceptions, a forced fumble guys all over the field. He'll be joined by Khalil Ladler, 
Ladler, 29 stops. Also a, uh, a pick six. Um, also Jaden Cole getting in there, 27 stops in a sack and a pass deflection and a forced fumble and Zach Hannibal round out that secondary. Even Broderick Calhoun might, might show up at some dime packages, but um, actually, actually I should emphasize that because they're going up against the air raid and Seth Latrell. So you will probably see Broderick Calhoun. You will probably also see Jamison Kelly and perhaps uh, a few others in that deep secondary. Cause uh, <clears throat> you know, North Texas runs the air raid. So I expect a lot of, uh, a lot of wideouts, a lot of defensive backs in and out of there. So you never know with the COVID situation also. So, um, and you look at Louisiana Tech's schedule so far this year, I do think they're, they're, they, they're getting better, uh, early in the year. I mean, I think it was the UTEP game I watched. So out the gate, they rallied. They got like 30 players out for COVID and they beat Southern Miss 31, 30. Now Southern Miss been a hot mess with their coaches, but still a huge win there considering how many players were out. And then the following week, they, they whooped up on Houston Baptist. Who's got a great offense, uh, Houston Baptist of the FCS, the Huskies. Um, and then the third week they got the tar kicked out of them by BYU. And I watched that whole game and I thought, man, BYU just looks far better. And, and I get it. Maybe last year's La Tech team could have gave them a game, but BYU destroyed them and could have actually made it worse. Um, then the following week, and I watched this whole game, UTEP uh, at La Tech. This was a messy game in the rain. They had some players out, but still they won, but it was not impressive at all in my opinion. But the following week they lose big to Marshall and then they lose to UTSA in a close one, 27, 26. Then they beat UAB, which was pretty shocking to me because I thought UAB was the better team, but they beat UAB 34 or 37, 34 in double overtime. And ever since then, they've had three games canceled. <laughs> they had a bye week. Then they had three. They haven't played in uh what? Uh, 34 days. So that is a bit concerning <laughs> that goes along with this year. Um, but then you look at this North Texas team and you say, okay, well, North Texas opened up against that Houston Baptist team. They both have that similar opponent and, and North Texas did win 57 31 in, in a, in a crazy one there uh, pulled away late. Then uh, they had a bye week and they took on SMU and they lost 65 to 35 then they had a Houston game canceled. Then they played Southern Miss and lost 41-31, another common opponent. And then they took on Charlotte, lost 49-21. And then they uh, they they beat Middle Tennessee at Middle Tennessee, 52-35. to And then they didn't play for four weeks. <laughs> and then they took on Rice and they won on November 21st, 27-17. Uh, to 17. And then last week they got destroyed by UTSA. Crazy year. Um, I'll tell you this though. One common theme here. Look at short of rice. Look at, and rice was, I might've been in game one then or game two. Um, look at what this defense has, has done. Now, Seth Latrell obviously did a great job getting North Texas to be decent. Now they struggled. I think what last year, or the year before, but, uh, before that a couple 10 win seasons, I think, or nine win seasons. Uh, he's done a great job. Former Mike Leach guy runs the air raid played, uh, played football at, at Oklahoma. Um, 
but the defense ever. And also the offense has even taken a bit of a hit ever since Graham Harrell left for USC, but uh, defensively they've been a mess too. Uh, like I said, Houston Baptist puts 31 up on them. Houston Baptist does have a really good offense. Then SMU put 65 up on them. And then uh, Southern Miss 41, Charlotte 49, Middle Tennessee, who can't throw the ball very well, 35. Uh, Rice only 17, but UTSA 49. So this defense is not very good. Now you break down this mean green offense and uh, they have two capable quarterbacks. I think Bean Bean is, I think he got benched, but uh, Austin Une, I still don't, Aune. I don't know. A U N E. I've seen the guy play a couple times that I've seen announcers given pr- pronounce this, his name differently. So he's 85 of 156, 1348 yards, 54.5% completion percentage, which is really low considering you're in the air raid. Um, 8.6 yards of completion, eight touchdowns, four picks. They also, like I said, have Jason Bean. Both of these guys played time a season ago as well. They're, they're well-versed in, in this offense. Um, Running the ball, they've actually had some some good success running the ball. DeAndre Torrey, 98 rushes, 600 yards, six yards a rush, five scores. Also, to give this backfield some depth, depth Oscar Attaway, the third, 54 rushes, 395 yards, seven yards a rush, two scores. Also, uh, Trey Sigers, 53 rushes, 244 yards, and a score. Those three all contribute pretty well, and they also get catches out the backfield like the Air Raid traditionally does. So... Um, now I will say I'm surprised that actually they actually don't get as many catches as I would assume they've got catches on the ear, obviously, but I would expect them to have more catches. So perhaps they just, they, they go deep, they go deep more often than they just use wideouts or and tight ends more than, uh, more than running backs, which is different because it's crazy because they do run the air raid. And I guess it's kind of a hybrid version of the air raid. But uh, receiving the ball, you want to circle Jaleon Darden. The guy is a stud, one of the best receivers in the nation. 58 catches, 882 yards, 12 touchdowns. Circle this guy. This is your key to victory, Louisiana Tech. Uh, After that, the closest, (laughs) this dude has 58 catches. The closest guy to him on this team is 19 with Deontay Simpson. That's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable stat right there. Yonday Simpson, 19 catches, 386 yards, three scores, but Darden, clearly the guy, you, you stop him, you stop this offense. They also have another wideout, Austin Ugunmikin. Uh, Ugunmikin. Ugunmikin. Ugunmikin, I think. 13 catches, 182 yards, and after that, it's tight end Jason Purdy with uh, 10 for 95. It's unbelievable that this offense, they're kind of a run team this year. Um, I have, I'll be honest, I haven't watched much North Texas. I think I only watched one game on the season so far. And then again, they've only had a few, but um, defensively, they've been a nightmare. They've been a complete nightmare. Uh, well, first kicking the ball, Ethan Moody, 24, 24 on extra points, five of nine on field goals, long of 49, but he's missed a, l- a couple chip shots there. Um, defensively, it hasn't looked good. A D line. If you look at on the D line, I think you want to circle the name Dion Noville. 36 stops, two and a half sacks him and uh, Devante McCray, 13 stops, one and a half sacks. Their key defensive linemen. They'll be joined also by uh, Caleb Colvin, 
and Dayton LeBlanc in the linebacking core, which probably the best, best unit on this team. Um, Katie Davis leads the team in tackles, 48 tackles, three sacks. He'll be joined by Larry Nixon. The third 38 tackles, three sacks as well. Also a forced fumble and Kevin Wood and Kylib Howell. Uh, Tyreek Davis gets in there on some packages too, but uh, yeah, defense has uh, definitely been an issue on this team. So in the secondary where they, they really gotten burned, I mean, they have one interception on the season. That's not good. Uh, that I'm sorry. No, they have two interceptions on the season too. Um, still not good, <laughs> but the safety play, uh, Mikhail Sanders, uh, 42 stops, a pass deflection and an interception. He'll be joined in that secondary by cam Johnson, 36 tackles, two pass deflections, a pick after that Quinn Whitlock, Upton stout and Deshaun Gaddy and even John Davis jr. will get in there. Uh, here's the thing though. If I'm law tech, yeah, you can pass on this team all day. So maybe you don't abandon the pass because that's kind of in your MO this year, but this run defense is just absolutely atrocious. So you would think you're going to just turn back the clock and, and, uh, and just give, you know, like last year's team, which will run heavy team, just pound the rock, you know, in Denton, this, I mean, yeah, you go play action. Some, I just think they they can't stop the run. I think the one game I watched start to finish this year of North Texas, I was just amazed at how bad their, their defense was. So if I'm uh now, what is this line currently sitting at? Let's go to uh Vegas here, Louisiana, Texas, two and a half point favorite. Um, uh, two and a half point favorite. I would say you bet you go heavy on LaTeX. Now the real issue is going to be, can LaTeX stop and contain this uh, North Texas offense? Because North Texas offense traditionally pretty good. They can put points up on the board, but I, I think LaTeX looking at at least 45 points. You heard it here first. Probably uh, give me a 45 31 final score. Uh, I think LaTeX gets it done, but just, just for uh, just to, let me look at what the defensive ranking is to, for North Texas. Um, I want to say they're one of the top, one of the 10 worst defenses in college football. And they have, where are we at here? Yeah. They're the 124th worst defense in the nation. Only two teams are worse. And actually one of those is an, is an outlier because Arizona state has only played one game and that was against USC where they kept getting some crazy onside kicks and deflections. So they're the second worst defense in the nation. Only defense is worse as Brian Van Gorder and Bowling Green. So give me a lot tech all day. I will fade teams that are that bad defensively. Um, that's my play here guys. Uh, and I think that's a pretty good play. So back me up on the Bulldogs guys pick Dundee special. 1-800-PICK-DUNDEMA for my Conference USA special. Guys, I've been on fire betting the Conference USA this year. So, um, yeah, please, guys, if you're a first-time listener, subscribe to the College Experience, available on all platforms that you can listen to podcasts. And, uh, yeah, we handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. So, Louisiana Tech fans, you guys got a good – you guys and North Texas got two good mid-major programs there. 
uh, in the conference USA. So check out our podcast and uh, our picks. Like I said, we've handicapped each season, me and two of my co-hosts that aren't with me on this episode, but we handicap every single division one college football, college basketball game. We each season, we've been over 500 at, at each sport, been way over 500 with our locks. We release all of that information for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Also, we tweet those things out and I'll give you my Twitter handle here in a second here, but we don't sell picks and we won't sell picks. Uh, all we ask is that you go to iTunes, give us a five-star review and, and, and say some nice things about us because oftentimes, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, guys, been picking every game for the past four years, but we've been doing this thing for a long time. And oftentimes sponsors tell us that, uh, that, you know, they like to see fans engaged talking about the podcast before they invest. So um, hopefully you'll leave a five-star comment and then, you know, some company will say, Hey, seems like people like these idiots. Let's give them some money. And then boom, we give you more episodes, more content. You bet more of our picks. You win more money. It's a perfect formula. Then you get that girlfriend. You never want you, you always wanted and you get that house. You always wanted. Next thing you know, you're waking up getting blowjobs all the fucking time and a, a life is great. All right. So please, if you can, and to show a, a sign of our appreciation, if you did, if you did uh, leave that five-star review, take a screenshot with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will uh, enter you in a David Stern like raffle to win a college experience t-shirt. That means I guarantee you win a college experience t-shirt. It just might not be this. It could be sometime in the next couple of weeks. So do that. I appreciate that at the Colby D on Twitter. My co-hosts that are normally with me, former JMU Duke defensive back Patty C. He's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow. NC Nick, the guy who writes a ton of great articles over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, also does the DraftKings podcast with me, the DFS pod. Come play DraftKings college football and college basketball with us, guys. It's a lot of fun. We uh we we also record a show giving away lineups that win hundreds of dollars. So so far. Free plays. Um, and we believe that no one knows the college football and college basketball world better than us. So, uh, if you can get, give all those guys a follow and, and check out the other stuff that I was mentioning, we are part of the sports gambling podcast. They're on, on uh, Twitter at the SGP network. Check out Slack, our Slack channel, sports gambling podcast. We talk all different types of stuff. You want, you want all of our writers are in there. All of our, uh, show hosts are, are in there. All of our Gen nation fans are in there. So we're, constantly updating saying, Hey, I think you should take UMass plus the points. Oh no. Then you're quickly saying, well, uh, let's take the Blackhawks. You know, it doesn't matter the sport we are talking. Uh, it's, it's great for gambling advice and stuff like that on the fly. Check out sports gambling podcast on Slack. And yes, guys, this is the college experience. Louisiana tech at North Texas style. Take skip Holtz and the Bulldogs minus the points. You better start thinking about yours and we out. Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean. But sweat happens. That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers, to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. 
Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. Work partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now streaming only on Disney+.